I am also recording now. I am. I'm live. I am nice. here. Okay, now I'm here. It helps if I like record enable the correct track and everything. Ugh. So, so I've I've heard that both of you are audio engineering experts. Uh, I have an audio engineering question for the both of you. I will be precisely zero help, but I'll be glad to to listen. <laughs> you think that? So I'm using Reaper, as you might have heard, and when I export my finished MP3, the MP3 is much quieter than the playback that I was getting from Reaper itself. Huh. Okay. What do you think? Would be. The is cut? there a master track that is the stereo out that is separate from the master out recording? That maybe you upped the volume there. Um, or something. Either way, if the MP3 is really quiet, you should probably put some compressor on the, on the master out track and then bump up the volume a ton. Okay, I can try That's that. That's something though. I've been trying to do. I mean, ideally, our podcasts are <clears throat> going to be, you know, in that three to you know, zero to four dB range. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, traditionally, a lot of the ones I've made are like minus thirteen. Yeah. Or minus 15 and that's that means you know when you listen you have to turn it up a lot and then right. these super loud sounds still might come through right and yeah. so that's that's the problem that i was having because the the individual tracks here are you know in that uh, negative 12 to negative 16 range yep yeah yeah and that's so like right now what i'm talking i'm my voice on logic i'm seeing is about at uh minus 9 db at the peaks maybe minus six when I talk really... Okay, that peak, that clipped, but... You, know, so, you you really have to be loud and close to the microphone and really not trailing off and things yeah, right. for, it, for it to peak well. And that's something I think we can try to do when we're recording to help, but also putting a pretty aggressive compressor on each audio track will help as well. Um, I did link that tool. I'm considering buying a like a proper denoiser because background home and stuff we, yeah spe- speaking of which the heating unit in my apartment just turned on so uh perfect timing there i i do hear it when you're speaking so <laughs> previous podcasts i've i've done the thing where i use a um there's like a noise uh profiler no it's it's some plugin where a noise gate so okay yeah if there's you know, noise above a certain <clears throat> threshold, then it will basically enable the track. Yep. Otherwise, it mutes it. And so, I've I've done that on Brandon's track before. I've also tried the um, strip silence feature, which yep. destructively deletes part of the the region in the track. But that's more of a pain to work with because I have to go through and just make sure it's all good and not actually overclipping things, which has happened before. Right. So what you're saying, uh, in part, is that I should I should use the parts of my voice that are uh, higher frequency than the uh, <laughs> than the HVAC noise. Definitely, and, and never have your voice cross that 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 profile. So so I like, shouldn't I shouldn't do my uh, John Gruber <laughs> impersonation. That doesn't sound like that at all, and instead sounds like I don't know somebody else. Uh. Uh, sure. It's it's per- it's perfect. It's perfect to do that when like uh, you're clearly having uh, like uh, uh, throat throat problems because it just it just sounds like you're you're like dying. <laughs> but that's all right. Like my favorite part of this is I haven't listened to his show in at least two years and it's still the same. I guess 
yeah i haven't i haven't listened to the talk show in a long time either um so i'm not even basing it on anything anymore i'm only yeah. basing it on the previous times i've done it <laughs> exactly <laughs> i've done that in person i mean it's a podcast meme of itself it so. is it is um sure in is. the uh in the slack i linked a picture of the reaper um effects and they're really just you know filters i guess i don't know you tell me Anyway, so I've got the noise gate, and so I have this noise gate on me cutting down at negative 35, um, which is a little bit more aggressive than we used to be at negative um, 40 in um, Audacity, but that's okay. Uh, and then re- I've done even negative 45 in Audacity. Yeah. Negative 45 is lighter, technically, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's more aggressive. Um the uh, refer is a noise profiler so you let it listen to a silence area or a yeah. where a person isn't talking and then it will remove those frequencies from the track as a whole it'll just filter them out uh recomp yeah, is a and compressor and then re-xcomp is a fancier compressor nice so are you doing this all to your audio track before you send it to me no this is in okay. the show that i'm i'm producing for ib0 Okay. It makes sense for you to do the tracks the way you do them because then the, all three would be the same. What's IB Zero? IB Zero is in bootcamp. Okay. That's oh, Matt's right, gotcha. bootcamp show. Yeah. Okay. I just needed to remember that. Is that the short slug? IB, yeah. Okay. And or then, me, I, IB, yeah. Let me try to find you the album art because it's beautiful. Inter, in, uh, international baccalaureate. Exactly. Oh, just wait until you see the album art. Just wait. Just wait till you see it. It's Are pretty, you gonna make international <laughs> baccalaureate jokes? I hope. Just, just, just wait until you see the album. <laughs> How do I find the a album cha- art? I is there a channel it. for it? Yeah. There's, there's a. Here. How do I use a computer? I found it. There it is. Click the button. Which which one in here or all of it? Oh, um, I don't know. Click a PNG. I thought that's what I copied. Oops. Oh yeah, the the B is just below that end. And uh-huh, it's, it's... Uh-huh. And it's blue, and it's it's there's a circle involved, and yeah. it's IB. That's good. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. Uh huh. Pretty magnificent. Yeah, you know, and that that's as good album art as I can build with just Pixelmator. <laughs> And even that was a challenge because Pixelmator doesn't support SVGs, which means doing these little images was near impossible. Yeah. Um, Ooh, and then, golly. if you're really bored, you can cl- go to this URL, which contains the um, IB0 render, and it's just so quiet compared to what I hear in real life in <laughs> the editor. I hit play and I don't hear anything. Well, I don't know. It has to warm up. It's really cold. Let me just download it. I see what you're saying. It it is kind of quieter. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't know what would cause that, other than what Brian said. Like the the mix down is somehow. I, I don't know. Somehow don't know. getting quietered. Right. 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 And I don't, and I don't I don't know why. Um. Yet. Yeah, I don't know. Have you tried installing the drivers? The drivers are installed. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Have you tried uh, reinstalling the drivers? The drivers were reinstalled. 
Okay. All right. Well. Um, and, uh, and have you tried reinstalling the operating system? Uh, there no, you I didn't. Go. I didn't try that part yet. I did try <laughs> rendering it out to a WAV file. I just didn't listen to it. Ah, uh, yeah, that's fair. I it's, also don't listen to WAV files, so I think I think uh, you're in good company. They're the same. I don't wave at my files. They're the same volume, actually. So. Ha. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I would just compressor and bump up. Yeah, your I'll give master. that a shot because I can put effects directly onto the uh, master track. So that'd be fine. I just I just cringe when I'm editing an episode and I put in like some music or something and I have to pull it down like ten <laughs> or twelve dB because I'm like, ah, that means it's not loud enough because that's really, you know, like a produced song should be mixed for a, you know, proper volume at you know. Yeah, right. using the full range. And then the somehow. other problem I have here is I don't know how to do auto ducking or just any ducking in Aww. this program. Can you do? side chaining because basically you you, you put yeah, on a compressor exactly and you, and you have a side yeah. chain through that but i don't know where the side chain button is um it's probably an audio bus yeah so you're basically sending it to a an audio interface that then you so you pipe that to the out bus so it'd be, and then, it'd be like another send. track basically yep so it'd yeah. be a, a send an auxiliary track mm-hmm. that is just taking an input from one and adding it to the other and then you hook up a uh Actually, no. You take one track that has the voice. You take you just take an audio out into the send there, and then the track with the music. You have the compressor. Only instead of listening to the track itself, it listens to the send and applies that compressor to the track. Right, and I I haven't googled that yet for this particular program. Uh, also, every time I record a new show, it sets its ruler time unit to beats. Per minute and second, and that's annoying. Perfect. Don't Sounds know. great. Ship I don't. It. I don't want that. Yeah, I, I've taken some time to make a template, and that really helps about the workflow. For the record, um, we're I at three hundred and seven beats. Hey, nice. How many beats? What tempo are you at? Uh, One twenty. How many beats am I at? I'm at three hundred and two beats. Okay, then there you go. Or sorry, no, not beats. Three hundred two measures. Oh. Um, multiply by four for beats. By Dr. Dre. I was just going to say, how many of those beats are by Dre? <laughs> <laughs> the joke is too good. Yep, you gotta, you gotta do that. For your uh, Twitter followees, I'm, uh, mine is very brand heavy. Uh, always on brand, always brand on. That's how yep, I like to live my life. That is a good the, way. The, the brand on way. That is yep. amazing. I don't know why, but I'm just looking at the people I follow, and I'm like, well, they're all great, but I don't know. <laughs> you, the, the two of you have to go and like the uh, the tweet that Zach tweeted about the books about OOP design and, and functional programming design, and then you also have to like the tweet that uh, I replied back with, why do you think they're called architects? Oh... Cause that's it's so perfect. <laughs> Have you seen a bug on Twitter dot com where you type in a URL and it says either four or three forbidden or if you're not redirected, click this link and you click it and then it goes to the exact same URL you typed in. Yeah, uh, I don't know. If they I've have like that. I think they have some weird cookie session local storage state bug thing that's causing weird redirects and things basically if i click a link to a twitter account from a youtube video it always says 403 forbidden is but that if i copy that url web? like hmm? like 
is that desktop mobile? Desktop, or? yeah. Okay. Desktop. Refers. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm thinking it's got to be refers or something. Yeah. It'd be kind of hard to have a referrer, though. Yeah. These days. That's true. It should, it should be hard to have a referrer, but who knows? Who knows? It might be one of those legendary things that Google does where they're like, how can we make it as difficult as possible for people to use anything other than Google? But I think that's a uh, maybe ascribing malice where uh, there's probably not, maybe yeah. not malice at all. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I should look at the show notes. How are the show notes looking these days? How about that? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we got we got something about grid. And and grid. It's just out of context. And grid. And <laughs> grid. And grid. I can, right, let's talk about ant design and blueprint. Uh, let's see. Hey, oh. did, I, did I put Chris... Coyer on the last Twitter followies? You did. Mm, I'm sorry. Did I? Okay, then the only follow I have this time is React Minneapolis, which is a super dead Twitter account. Yeah. But know. whatever. I'm going to use it because that's who I followed. So long as uh, JavaScript MN is only the second most dead meetup Twitter account. Uh, what do you good. mean? That, that, that Twitter is pretty active. That's true as far as meetups go. Dead. Okay. I mean, that's because you run the Twitter account. And that is true. I do. I do run the Twitter account, and hopefully, you can have some more assistance at some point. Too. Yeah, exactly. I wonder. Uh, I wonder what that would look like. We should. Uh, it's almost as though uh, there should be a meeting of the board to discuss things like this at some point. I wonder. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what that would be like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to work on my lightning talk so bad. I don't uh, really I don't have a, a good plan. I was gonna work on it yesterday, and then. It, oh, what, what talk is it? I'm getting like a lightning talk on something typescript oh, cool. maybe something typescript react i don't really something, know something. i built out some stupid little quick form thing that had a couple like formatting functions that like took in a number and a string and returned a string but like that's not a good example i'm thinking i'm gonna just make a fake api that like resolves a promise after half a second or something mm -hmm. and then work through changing its response interface and how that can flow through a react app i don't know but like yeah. what's a good i don't know I don't want to get too in-depth, but I also don't want to take the time to create some ridiculous example that's like super complicated. I, I would do something. Thing. So like the, the thing that always annoyed me about Flow and the thing that I think TypeScript made a little bit easier <laughs> is uh, if you have like something that, that goes through like three layers, like mm -hmm. a library file that's used by two components or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, and you make a change on one and like in flow you'd get some you'd sometimes get some obtuse error if, if it were used in such a way um where it's like um nah, i can't remember now you get a really obtuse error that was like around like union types and stuff like that and it's like really mm -hmm. you just changed a property in one place and not the other so maybe an example of an interface extending another interface exactly and how exactly. if you change the base one okay yeah i could i could do that um I was thinking about doing something with um, URL route parameters, yeah, and that would cool. be a good way of doing that because that's, you know, you pass in an object that extends, or your props extend route component props, which take in the generic of whatever interface your URL parameters are. Totally. Say, so, yeah, I'm going to be right back real quick. Good luck. Just cool. a second.
I'm gonna open up WebStorm and type that out so I don't forget. Thanks, Brandon. WebStorm. Man, I can't get over how much I prefer WebStorm to Visual Studio Code. I, and I just love that. I love that it's I, so much against the. I can't current. believe anybody uses any of those IntelliJ things except Code. What is it called? The database one. Hmm? DataGrip. Yeah. Oh, ReSharper. I I know some people who use ReSharper in VS Visual Studio proper. Yeah, that make that. Could There's make just sense. a there are just a few things about VS Code that I just don't like, and I think I could probably get it to match WebStorm if I dealt with key bindings and certain plugins, but. Jeez, why is WebStorm is just sitting there spinning and not opening? It's coded with Java. Yeah, probably. I mean, you let it have a pass for like three years, but (laughs) it turns out that things that are coded with Java aren't good. You know, it's funny. I just try to ignore that. It's funny. We're going to say the same thing in five years about JavaScript. You know, we gave JavaScript a pass, but in (laughs) fact, you know, three years ago. We're going to say the same thing when everything's WebAssembly, just in a <laughs> container on a computer. Right. In a, in a worker thread, in an embedded node instance. going to happen. Yeah, you're right. What is this tweet about? Okay. Um, another thing I'll say about that is it's always very funny. Uh... That is a good tweet. I like it. And I like it so much, I'm going to like it now. Nice. But I don't know where it came from. Well, I don't either. (laughs) What if we just caption it like, this is a good tweet? Oh, Oh, maybe this was... Maybe I put this in here because, like, don't work on weekends. Oh, yeah, that's true. Hey, guess what? Yeah? I'm not working on a weekend. Oh. Good. (laughs) All right, I just add a note to a file and then just quit WebStorm. Now I have my memory back. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't do the WebStorm thing. I can barely see. Ins- I can barely tolerate IntelliJ. I've I've heard people like more and more seem to really enjoy WebStorm, and that's that's cool. I think that's awesome. Uh, I I'm not gonna do that, but I know people really like it, which is great. I almost tweeted a shade tweet against or for WebStorm while tagging code and WebStorm IDE on Twitter. Oh, yeah? I decided I probably shouldn't. <laughs> Sometimes I straight up don't tweet while I'm at work because I'm like, I don't want my location for my Twitter bot to change to Eden Prairie. Yeah. I don't think anybody would even think about putting those two things together. <laughs> <laughs> but if they that's, did... That's what goes through my head. <laughs> it's not a good sign. Yeah. I don't know. Now you, gotta have, now you have to add intelligence to the weather bot and the tweet bot and whatever bot that yeah uh, that weather but i'm like i'm half debating just taking them down and not and canceling my five dollar a month doc uh thing. because like or just moving it to my home server but network reli- like network reliability and power reliability is better still at a remote vps but that's also what runs paul our slack bot that doesn't do anything yet because no one's i haven't written anything if Aww. if one day they actually make triggers that are like not absurdly expensive on AWS. Yeah. Like, all bots will really just be serverless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Though my weather bot totally ha- caches things in memory and to disk. Yeah. Though to disk, I could... You'll just fix that. I could work through. Yeah. 
Weatherbot is so over engineered, it's ridiculous. I think. Yeah. And I haven't even touched that in years. I just can't I'm just like looking back on all the things I did there and I'm like, why did I do all this work? It's a Twitter bot that's stupid. <laughs> right. Um someone created an issue on the on the repository yesterday and then like an hour later closed it. So I'm guessing they figured it out. Something about passing in the latitude longitude location. Because I hard code in the code like Morris, Minnesota or or Minneapolis, St. Paul. I think it's Morris, actually. Yeah. Like, the intersection in the biggest, like, on Main Street kind of thing. Um, I probably should just error out instead of default to a location, but... Oh, well. So, so uh, you're going to tell me how you like Ant Design, but how do you like Ant Design? Uh, I like it well enough. Nice. I think there are some things that are really cool about it, and there are some things that are really bad about it, like a lot of frameworks. Yep. Um, the form stuff is magnificent. It's That's probably good. one of the best designed form libraries I've ever used. Mm-hmm. Um, building custom inputs that just work is uh, pretty awesome. Um, it takes a little bit of wiring, but I'm, I'm a pretty big fan. Does it have like an autocomplete and, you know... Some... Yep, autocomplete, yeah. select, multi-select, uh, table stuff, you know, whatever you want, it's there. And Blueprint.js is pretty good too, but it's also... Uh, made by Palantir, and while you don't give them any money, uh, you know I just kind of don't like somebody Palantir. Somebody gives them money. Exactly, exactly. I just don't love Palantir. They're yeah. pretty bad. So you know how I was talking about that net net navbar thing yeah. in Slack the other day. Yeah. Here, I'll paste a link to my pull request. Um, it's kind of horrible. I just copied a ton of Bootstrap four source into a vendor file. That's oh, right. It's compiled with SAS, and then I found some blog that found a way to do uh, Bootstrap collapse using just like some CSS using nice. like a max height and transition bug, or not bug <laughs> hack. Yeah. And um, so I'm just the the JavaScript for it is just a class toggle on a button click. Nice. This is such an interesting site to work on because the the JavaScript build I rewrote the JavaScript build to just use Grunt. And it's just that's so not, it's so 2013 it's wonderful that, i love that, it and i'm painful. writing i'm writing like pure es5 that should run in any browser and it's it's great so i just plopped in a pull request into github or into, into the slack too that was something i did for junior devs last night um Oh, look, I opened the pull request at 11, 11 p.m. Nice. This is kind of oh, a little yeah. bit of, uh, like, self-care stuff. Because, you know, I don't know. Sometimes you want to code and you want to not really have to do with anything. But I did this over the course of, like, let's see, let's look at the commits. Like, an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, basically setting it up so that they can add events um, just by editing a spreadsheet in Airtable. Um, and I just kind of opened it up and stuff. And um, I, I asked for... You know, I just sent it around. I was like, hey, let me know if you guys want me to change anything about it. And the feedback I got was that it's pretty over-engineered, which I think over-engineering is kind of uh, in the eye of the beholder here because there is definitely a node module for um, that you can use to just directly interact with the Airtable API. But we really only need two parts of that, the ability to list events from the table and um, the ability to create an event. And even that's just for like uh, for importing purposes. So um, I see your events component here, and, and what I see 
is a class component, and I haven't seen one of those in weeks. In a long time, yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh. So Pretty weird. wild, right? It is really weird. Looks like normal stuff to me. Yep. But pretty pretty silly that's that's the way we used to do it in the battle days <laughs> uh, battle days yeah i could see that oh you have unit tests hot damn yeah extremely mediocre unit tests born of only wanting to spend uh one hour of time on it because uh in my new working situation i'm acutely aware of how much one hour of time is worth yep so yeah. it, you you have your uh Airtable.js file here with your Axios import yep. and stuff. So where does the client come from? Where does the client come from? Yeah. Uh, so uh, this is a pattern that I've been using for years and years and years, and I've pulled it from somewhere, and I don't remember where, and that's fine, I guess. Um, but basically, source lib Airtable.js there yep. has um, defines the request objects and the request objects take an API client first and then return basically a thunk, an yep. async thunk. Um, also and, known as a function. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is how steeped I've been in the React ecosystem. I've started using words like thunk <laughs> when what I really mean is literally just a thing that does a thing. Yeah. An epic? <laughs> a, no, no, uh, no, 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 no. A saga? No, none of that nonsense. The Nuts. worst. Hey, Brandon. No yeah. more story um, You got books. a CSS bug on your React Junior dev site. When you oh, hover yeah? over people on community, it starts as a square, and then it animates, or then it pauses for like a second. Once the fade is done, and it becomes a circle. Huh. Maybe that's a Safari bug, but you yeah, got Yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a ticket open for that, believe it or not. Okay. But. Oh, I, uh, I have something else I want to call out in my pull request for this navbar stuff. Yeah, um, go for it. Okay, so if you go to engineering.chrobinson.com right now, yep, um, and then in the current nav bar, when you're on a desktop, hover over one of the links, and there are some lines and stuff that, that animate in, right? Yep. So um, in the new nav bar, um, when you're on iOS and you expand it and you hover over or you tap one of the links, it, mm -hmm. it triggers the hover pseudo selector. Yeah. And then animates those lines, but you have to. That means you have to tap it a second time to go to that link. Ooh. And I think that's, from what I could tell, is because the list item has the hover effect, and that's wrapping the the anchor, which has another hover effect. But that doesn't really matter. And so iOS to support the hover action makes you tap it a second time. Yep. So I'm using the um, media query. Um, I'm looking for it here. Um. It's one I've never used before, but it's at at media and you pass in hover. Yeah, and it's so, basically like it's it's like a uh, can can this user agent tell me about hover stuff? That's yeah. really and weird. So, and so um, you know it's that it's a CSS four media query, but um, all the major browsers, the current major browsers support it. I think even like iOS nine and up. So like last couple of years, except. Firefox just got it, and IE, of course, doesn't support it. But at that point, it's like, whatever. Old browsers just won't match that because they don't have the hover. So it just will skip that block, which I think is fine. Yeah. So that was my solution. I don't know if you've run into anything like that before. I have. I solved it very similarly. <laughs> okay. 
which I know is not a very enticing or interesting answer. There's a nice CSS tricks post that Chris or someone wrote about. about it's it. very likely I referenced that exact same post. <laughs> yes. Uh, CSS tricks, friend to the universe, as always. Very true. But to your question, Ryan, um, basically I export from that like lib file. Yep. Both the function to instantiate the client and. Uh, for testing purposes, I also export the individual API requests. Yeah. So that allows me to basically send in a mock client if I want to. Mm-hmm. Yep. I got or... to that. I got to that file now. Gotcha. That's pretty yep. cool. I like it. Yeah, I I like it a lot too. The other thing that's kind of obnoxious about this, but um, I kind of did it because I don't know why. Um, with the Junior Devs website, one of the things that we really want to do is like um, clearly I can. I can get kind of too far into my own head and start um, making things difficult for people who aren't me. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so I, I built into the Airtable services file this like thing, or, you know, source services Airtable.js. Yep. That pulls in the client from the lib file. Right. And then um, basically gives people an escape hatch if they set their node env to development mm-hmm. and they don't pass those envars. It'll just use the local data. Right. And that's yep. fine-ish, I guess. Um, but yeah, that, that 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 helps because like um, when I was updating the um, JavaScript Minnesota page, yep, um, you have uh, cores set on that now dot shell yep endpoint to only accept JavaScript MN dot com, yep. And so I'm like, I hope this works because I was like messing with that component a little bit, yep. And it, as far as I could tell, it would be fine, but I couldn't test until it was merged. Absolutely, yep. That's uh... but like at the same time, you don't really want to ship something in production. That supports localhost because then anyone can go hit it. Right. Yeah. It's... I mean, technically anybody can go hit it, just not from a browser. Yeah. So true. on the on the index of mattering, it's like negative ten. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, I also I wrote all that stuff like what two and a half years ago now. <laughs> yeah. So definitely, lots of growth has happened since then, as far as uh, how much I think about um, other people. And the maintenance of things. You didn't um, care about people two and a half years ago. No, exactly. I <laughs> or, or was a selfish piece of crap. No, I kidding. But yeah, no, it's it's wacky stuff. Yeah. Wacky stuff. Ooh, maybe I should follow up TypeScript Lang on Twitter. Yeah, uh, more than oh, that's a thing we should talk about. We should talk about flow. Did we talk about flow last last time? I'm around? just gonna have hot TypeScript takes. Oh, nice. TypeScript doesn't tweet very often. That's exactly what I want when I'm following a new Twitter account. I agree. Give me the news and nothing nothing ridiculous. Oh, 19, four days ago. 19 days ago, 52 days ago. Wow, so it's like every new release that's or something? That's perfect, yes. Oh, that's only what. That's all that I want. It feels kind of useless to even follow then. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's one of those follows where it doesn't matter, so it's great. And that's why I do it. I'm now <laughs> at 502 follows, and it's terrible that's that's too many yeah but i don't know how i don't know who to unfollow i got see i'm in like four different worlds on twitter i have the um the long time like i've unfollowed quite a few jailbreaking people from way back when i used to do that but a lot of them have moved on to other things now and i still kind of follow them so like half of them work at apple it seems right and um and so that kind of morphs into the like Apple tech community, yeah. Which kind of morphs into like some of the podcasts I listen to, but not yep. always. So then there's like the podcasts I listen to, and then there's the JavaScript community, and then there's a ton of 
the other side of the jailbreaking, the little jailbreaking followers is a ton of infosec stuff. Totally. And then it's, you know, some friends and whatever. And so it's just like, uh, how do I cut it down? Because there's so much. Yeah. And I want to stay involved in a lot of the people I still follow, but yeah, it's so much volume. Totally. Twitter problems. Truly indeed. Um, that that kind of reminds me too. Like, uh, I had a lot of followers from like early on, who uh, were like, um, how, what do you call it? I don't know. They were like political and journalisty folks. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, like that's probably how most of the people who follow me on Twitter now found me. Like, probably only the last five hundred or so people who follow me know me from tech things. The last five hundred, um, you know, no big deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I unfollowed a lot of political people, but a lot of the local people um, I still know and follow, which is kind of interesting and kind of wild because, again, like you said, they've all kind of moved over to other things. Like I, I passed my ten-year Twitterversary in October, yeah, um, which is alarming. I think we talked about that on an episode once, um, but it's like, oh wow, uh, maybe I should delete everything until I graduated college. <laughs> right yeah because uh, it's like the you know all sorts of things have shifted i had since then. um i had time hop i deleted it a couple of years ago but i had it for like five years and yeah i would go through and if i found if i saw a tweet in there i hooked it up to my now current twitter account so my tech account was never in time hop but um i would just go through and be like oh delete that tweet delete that tweet delete that tweet and yeah. like after a year or two of seeing all the tweets in time hop i think i cleaned up all the bad ones there are still a few out there that I'm like, yeah, it probably didn't need to be. But at the same time, no one's really going to go through my Twitter. Yeah. Though I say that now, so who knows, but yeah. I just feel like I just want to make sure there's not a, quote, there's always a tweet kind of situation for me, you know? Yeah, I get you. Well, I, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's okay if there's always a tweet. As long as you are the one quoting, there's always a tweet. True, true, true. And then it's a form of, like, self- uh, uh, what self parody? Like, self parody, yeah, yeah self deprecation yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the positive kind of self parody. Like oh, I used yeah, to totally. be, the, I used to be the view guy at work, and now I'm the react guy at work because, like, view. Oh my gosh, don't do that. Aww. So, uh, I I feel the same way, but in just real life. <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. The internet, it's pretty wild, pretty wacky. Pretty sure there's a tweet for that. Yeah, there is. Uh, yeah, I think uh, probably. I I think it was our Lord and Savior uh, Jen Schiffer who said, uh, "Never, never tweet, never blog." Yeah, um, words to live by. Yep, never, especially the never blog part. Absolutely. May we all be extremely online and incredibly logged on. Perpetually. Every day is a winding road. Um, <laughs> so let's let's see. I don't know. I'm feeling pretty good about the topics list. I'm feeling pretty good about my Twitter followees. Um, I don't know very much about what we're talking about at all, but... What sure. are we talking about? What is in this list? What are these Arrow characters? I don't know where they came from either. I'm just... I just went with it. Sounds good. Um, I'm going to try something different when recording this episode, and I'm going to leave mark a ton of markers while recording. 
Okay. And I'm not going to listen through the episode. So um, as we record, if you have a moment that you think needs to be edited, uh, let me know a uh, timestamp. Time yeah. Uh, though, yeah, I guess we were started recording at roughly the same time. Roughly. The thing I mean, is, it'll, the it'll thing about French... Yeah, and that's that's annoying. Um, hmm. I wonder if we should like resync up for the main episode just to make yeah. time coding easier. Totally. Um, because, um, I wonder if you guys export so wave files can hold chapters. I wonder if, um, Audacity exports wave files with chapter markers in them. Probably not, because that's the whole reason why Ian can't use Audacity to do chapters. Well, I mean, it certainly right. won't do it for FAMPRE3s, but it might do it for Waves. I don't know. Probably not, though. Yeah, because um, Logic... I almost said Final Cut. Logic Pro can export Wave with chapters, and that's how I get it out of Logic into Forecast. Nice. Do Can one of you do a little test? I'm just curious if this will work, because if so, then I can just import it all from you guys. It'll be so easy. What are we uh, doing? What, what are the markers for? If we need to make edits during the show, so like if someone's rambling on and says, "I got pro tip," I don't want don't ten seconds of us. Don't edit the show. Yep, problem solved. I can't, done. I can't help it though. You can help I it. Can. When you get to the point where you're on episode 500 and you think, hmm, "Should I edit the show or should I go for a walk?" The answer is go for a walk <laughs> and don't edit the show. There it's you true, go. True. All right, I'll just do it for myself. Or any like big things. I, I can yeah. add markers and delete myself too. I I can also add markers, although I just don't know if they'll come. Well, I don't want you to delete way. yourself because then the track gets really out of sync, and then I have oh. to deal with. Well, I can leave time the gap in issues. there. Yeah, it's even worse. Well, then there's just like a big pause, and someone will listen. Why is there a 10 second pause right here? But uh. but then you can at least see it. You can at least see that it's blank and and paused as opposed to. True. Uh, I'll just I'll yeah. just add markers. All right. And then try to do the best. We'll see what I'll, happens. I'll, I'll listen for any long uhs uh, or 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 awkward gaps. I said I was gonna say awkward gaps. Awkward. Awkward gaps. Are you are you gonna do that thing uh, for Ian where you put in the uh, show advertisement at the end of the show? <laughs> um, my template doesn't have that. It just has the network tag. So yeah, that's probably what I'll use. Good plan. I also don't like the little show advertisement. I am not doing it for IB. Hi, Ian. How you doing? Don't care. Sorry. Oh. I, I don't like it. I don't. I don't want it. Shows aren't timeless. Those episodes could be timeless. I don't want to do it. I'll yeah. cross pollinate the network, just not individual shows. That's totally fair. Yeah. So we. I have a little network tag, and it's great. Yeah, it is great. Nice. I like that little tag. I do too. It's really. It needs a compressor. A compressor really bad, but. I yeah. feel like there's a lot of background noise in it. Like the, the, the audio sound effect, there's a lot. And I wasn't yeah. even there. <laughs> background, re- no- background noise is my job, you guys. <laughs> is it? True. <laughs> I, I could say of the three of us, uh, Brandon consistently has the most background noise. <laughs> Chief background noise officer oh, of the Nexus. Uh, maybe so. It's not that Brandon makes the noise. It's just that his heater does. And, or his microphone picks it up. I'm yeah. curious if a new microphone will... Make it all go away or not? Well, so you're switching from a so. condenser to an ATR twenty one hundred, right? Yeah, yeah, that should, should make be a better. difference. However, should... I, I'll, I'll send you guys a picture a little later of like where the HVAC closet is relative to where I'm recording, like... and you're gonna be like, "Oh, that makes sense." <laughs> I'm gonna say, "Oh, that makes sense," because when it shows you, <laughs> you 
using the heat duct as an enclosure <laughs> setting, for your microphone. Setting my microphone <laughs> literally on some ductwork. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. That would be pretty funny. Uh, I should try that. It, it, it'll make the reverb really good. See, um, the Isotope <laughs> plugin that I was looking at has a de-reverber, but that costs extra money, so... I don't want to spend three hundred fifty. That's the the sale price or five hundred on it. Yeah, I wouldn't do I'll it. Just either. spend one hundred and thirty. Yeah, that sounds like way too much. Way too much. So I did just post a picture in Slack. You see that door there? That's the closet, huh? That's the closet. Oh, that's where the. You know, there might be a solution. It's adorable. It nice. is right. Look, they they hit it and they hit uh, it. They hit it in your room, I guess. Yep. Um, there could be a solution for that. Is there that one of those be. doors that just has a lock and no handle? Exactly. That you don't have a key for? I probably don't have a key for it. Huh. Still, there could be a solution. Like, you could just hang, like, a nice audio sound panel right on yeah. top of it. That's true. And that would absorb a lot. We're going to make some of those for the new office, I think, at some point. Oh, there you after go. After work kind of calms down a little bit. Very nice. Uh, making them is really fun. Highly recommended. Whatever you do, though, don't use 3M adhesive spray oh yeah no very way. bad for you kill it yeah i don't i don't want to i don't want to don't breathe this it's i'm sure it's already uh you know i i, I grew up drinking the the same old uh same old uh ramsey washington county uh city water that we all did I, I, <laughs> so i'm sure i'm sure there's some coating my insides already it's now, just a matter of uh hey, yeah i don't know not, simple water not making is it delicious worse. simple it is water delicious. is fine it's, it's the, just not it's everybody this. else's water is fine it's the Scotch Guard that um, that <laughs> gives it its distinct flavor, right? Yes, that, that exactly. Slight shine and uh, earthy taste. Yeah, exactly. And then that uh, taste of cancer in fifty years. Right, right, right. Mm. It's the reason why when I go to other cities, I can only drink Dasani. It's because I'm missing the uh, the Scotch Guard. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just need whatever. Uh, who's in Atlanta? Um, well coca-cola obviously <laughs> doesn't matter this is just getting darker and darker the more the more i talk about industry so let's Ooh, talk about that? a different industry and okay. uh, I, ha I have to ask why do you have this little like apple update icon on your computer uh i i don't know uh let's find out it's because i haven't updated icloud for windows or itunes on this machine you kill it with fire okay that's all I should just uninstall it, probably. I don't because know. I, have a I was going to say, update it. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Updating it usually leads to sadness. Okay, so then what's the little red icon? It's like... That's Backblaze. Oh, okay. And then the little blue icon is... Uh, something called App Center for Gigabyte. Oh. Okay. Well, that's fun. That's all. That's all I got. Huh. I don't think Backblaze works on this computer anymore, so that's fun. I should that's... just uninstall it. <laughs> A lot of that going around. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, fully... Fully committed to that Windows machine. Fully committed to it, yeah. I ordered a Goodness new uh, M2 NVMe drive for the server computer here, Ooh, which nice. I still haven't set up since last year. Is so, it the Samsung 970 Pro? No, I bought a, a, a 500 gig a Crucial one, so it's not as okay. fast, but it will be faster than the metal blob of garbage that i have now yeah and it'll be 500 gigs so that when i put 
a few hundred Docker images on it, it won't explode. Hey, that's good. Nice. Yep. Yeah, so that my Backblaze rationale is I only have one Backblaze seat, and the thing that matters is the one that I use for work. Yeah, totally. Um, what I should do is I should buy additional Backblaze seats, but what I actually want to do, or but what I do in reality is just be like, well, the only thing that matters is the one that gets me income. No, no, I totally agree with that. Everything else, eh, that's fine. Yeah. But do you do you have like a, I don't know Mac stuff. Do you have like a time machine set up or anything? Nope, nope. Yeah. I should, but I don't. It's just yeah. too. I I don't like time machine has been my last experience with time machine was really awful. Um. So uh, I I just would rather use uh. uh a service that handles it all for me and I just pay them 50 bucks a year and they just deal with it. Right, right. Who do you use for backup? Backblaze. Nice. I'm using B2 for my NAS. Nice. But not everything. So I'm only paying like a dollar 20 a month instead of like $8 a month if I backed everything up. Yeah, I, I have a... That. No files. No, f- yeah, if you if you don't make files, you don't have to uh, back them up. But um, I have this... I have a second desktop computer that uh has uh, drives of unknown capacity in it that i left at work for a while when i worked uh at my last company and uh, uh i haven't been using it um clearly since then because i already have a, com- a desktop computer i might try to convert that to a nas and when i say convert it to a nas i mean wipe it reinstall fedora and uh just set it up as like an nfs share or something and call it a day and yep. then just have all my personal machines back up to that that would be fine but. I use Time Machine to my NAS and I would just wonder is it worth all that strain on the NAS because otherwise it'd sit, it would sit idle and mostly just read right but it just it's like uh, I have some HGST hard drives and they're the loudest things ever yeah for sure Ugh. yeah spinning drives are bad spinning drives are bad uh, what do you all say? Should we uh, sync up and get the show on the road? Yeah, uh, we should open that website. What is that called? Time is. Time dot is. Okay, I've got it open. I do as well. Uh, Same. Want to do fifty-five? Okay. Sure. Wow. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That sounded all right. That was good. All right, closing the time is. So now I know no longer know what time it is. Ah, funny. It's disappointing. Just putting in the episode link for when we when the time comes. Show. Yep. Nice. Uh, yeah, cool. Do we have any follow-up on Twitter or anything? I feel like someone tweeted at us. I, I don't wrong. remember. I don't, I don't know either. I lost the show notes. Where did it go? <laughs> Maybe we assume no follow-up unless proven otherwise. Only to be proven in the next follow-up we don't follow up on. Exactly. Oh, yeah. uh, David... Bruitz replied back saying, Good podcast. I'm now thinking about how much I learned that I 
don't know, smile. I'm uh, also going to try to make it to Open Source North this year. Oh, awesome. That's cool. I don't know who he is. He's I met good, him. He's a good dude. He is, he's fun. He's really cool. We met him, or I, at least I met him in person at the Midwest JS a couple years ago. Uh, nice. We had lunch together, and we probably went to a few talks together. And pretty cool. Nice. I think I know. I, I know him from JSMN, but I don't remember... I don't know if I recognize him because I looked at this tweet like a couple weeks ago and I saw his profile photo then or yeah. if it's from somewhere else. I, they change, you know? You never know. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Um, yeah. Let's start recording. Sweet. I'm going to add a marker. Uh, aha, that's the right one. All right. Does every episode end with have a good one? I'm pretty sure. Pretty Most sure. of them do. I'm Ryan, fairly... your your uh, language is spreading. Yeah, I know. Everybody at work does it. Uh, everybody <laughs> says watch out for cars. You know, it, it's uh, part of the plan. Yeah, I tell people, like, have a good one, take care, like, all the time. And nope. I think it comes from you. Maybe. I haven't said any which way since 2015. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that noticed. was big, and then it dropped off. Yeah, yep. so what it happened? It dropped off it's... a cliff. Can we take credit because we poked so much fun at you? Well, about, no, about he, that? Le- he Maybe left so. the U. That's, oh, what I, yeah. that's what I'm going to argue. You, I mean, college days are for experimentation, right? So, right, right. Especially with sayings, yeah. <laughs> with catchphrases. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so we have some good titles, I think. We do. Um, I like... Uh, I like Grootability... I also like uh, I like all of these really. <laughs> tired of less is sass. Yeah, I like gritability and tired of less is sass. Yeah, that works. Those are my. Which one nice. do you want? Which one do you want to be the title? Uh, gritability is the title, and okay. tired of less is sass is the subtitle. That makes sense to me. Sure. Yeah. I like when it sounds like you're dying for a fringe title. Uh, uh, yeah. All right, I'll quick record this title read. Sweet. Uh, okay. This is Podkit, episode 45, Gritability, on Sunday, January 27th, 2019. And now, we're tired of Les's sass. This episode of Pod... Bleh. This episode of Podkit is hosted by Brandon Johnson, Brian Mitchell, and Ryan Rampersad. This episode has show notes at thenexus.tv slash pk45. Woohoo! Nice. Pretty magnificent. Uh, So do we want to say goodbye to Fringe? Goodbye, Fringe. Fringe. Adios. Bye, Andrew Bailey. Goodbye, Ian Airbuck.